Welcome to When Life Gets Strange, tips for loving your perfectly imperfect military and everyday life. Let me introduce you to my wife and your host, Maria Strange. We have been married for over 20 years, over 17 years in the Army, and she is the mother to our six children, and we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. As a certified life coach, Maria's goal is to help you thrive and love your perfectly imperfect military and everyday life. Are you ready? Hello and welcome back to When Military Life Gets Strange, episode 48, Unexpected Deployments. All right, if you are enjoying this podcast, would you please leave me a review and share it with another military wife? I would love to get this podcast out to more people. Recently, I talked about when a deployment is in your future, but I just wanted to share a little bit more about deployments because with everything going on in the world right now, there are some of you who are having to handle things with an unexpected deployment, like it totally caught you off guard. And I can remember when that happened to me, I was four months pregnant with our first daughter and my husband came home from work one day and he told me I'm deploying in the morning. And let me tell you, it was a whirlwind of a day, having about 24, less than 24 hours notice for him to leave. We had a birthday party for our son and we got him packed. We had double checked that our paperwork and things were in order. Now the unit we were in kind of had a good system in place for making sure you had paperwork. And mentally I was kind of at a good place, which is really good with such short notice because I did have a good group of friends and this was a unit that did unexpected deployments quite It wasn't unheard of. They tried to schedule them out and rotate through the guys, but it did happen that something could come up in the world and somebody would have to leave unexpected or just life happens at times, right? And so with that being said, the first thing that I want you to know is you are not alone. Others can empathize with what you are going through. Now, I'm not gonna say that they completely understand it because I believe that we could be going through the exact same thing and we're going to feel different and we're going to handle it different just because we're different people and we have different things going on in our lives. But there are a lot of us that can empathize, that can sit with you and listen. Your support group is available through the SFRG or whatever it's called for the branch of military that your soldier is in. Um, If you're spouse's family support group isn't very active then there's rear d that's what they call it in the army and that there's a soldier or somebody left back who is in charge who can help you in when things come up because sometimes they do also look around what does the base offer is there free child care are they paying for your children to be involved in a dance class i know that used to be a thing my last deployment It wasn't, but it seems to vary from deployment to deployment what the base is offering in terms of support. So take a look and you just might be surprised at what's available if you start looking. Step two, decide how you would like to spend the deployment. When we decide ahead of time how we want to show up and the things we want to do, 
that makes the deployment better. One of the things that I always do is I write a letter to myself as if the deployment had already happened. And I thank myself for getting through it and I talk about the things that I did and even areas where I'm like, ooh, you kind of fell short on that. One of my goals for a deployment was to make my kitchen table pretty and get different set of pieces and put on it. And it just didn't happen. And that was okay, but I was able to look at it. So decide, how do you want to spend your deployment? Do you want to learn something new? Are you wanting to lose weight? Go back to school. I did start back to school when my husband was in Korea on a nine month rotation. And it was one of the best things that I did for myself that time. All my kids were in school. I was unsure what I wanted to do. And so going back to school gave me something to focus on. Do you want to set a goal to make a new friend, to get out in the community and meet somebody new? Or is this the deployment that you need to just really slow down and focus in on your family and on your kids? Because running kids around at times can be a lot more tiring than we think during the deployment. It's okay to say no to outside things and to focus in on our families. I've done that during some of Spencer's deployments and it was the best thing for that deployment. So I want you to know it's okay to work, to set goals and to work on them. And it's also okay to not set goals and to just focus on handling the day-to-day life and running the kids around. All of it is okay. The next step is routines. I love routines. Now I'm not super, everything has to be done at this time type of a routine, but more of a general overall routine. And so when all my kids were little, rather Spencer was home or deployed, our routine was pretty simple. We'd get up in the morning and have breakfast and have prayers and scriptures and brush our teeth. And then we'd have an activity of some sort. Maybe we'd go to a park, maybe we'd play at home, but then something would happen. Sometimes, you know, I exercise and the kids would exercise with me. And then after lunch, we would have quiet time. Everybody had quiet time. And then after dinner was kind of the same routine as the morning. We'd have dinner, we'd do prayers and scriptures, we'd take our baths, we'd brush our teeth and we'd go to bed and mom would cuddle and read books. And it was really simple and everybody knew what to expect. And we also would plan some fun things to do, especially when my husband was deployed. What was something fun and maybe a little goofy that I could do with the kids? And that made things so much better. So find a simple routine that works for you and do it. Now this one's the most important for me anyways. Connect with God. Find a daily devotional to read. Prayer. I've never felt more peace than when I am reading. So step four. So step four, connect with God. Step five, when you start to feel overwhelmed or you're feeling any strong emotions, First off, name it. What is it that you're feeling? And be willing to to focus in on it a little bit and just let it sit there with you. You don't have to act on it. Just recognize it because when you can name it, that helps you to be able to tame it. And be willing to give yourself grace. Give your spouse, give your children grace because all of you are going to feel those strong emotions and it's okay. 
Step six, don't listen to rumors. I try to avoid the news as much as possible. It's just not my thing. I think a lot of the news is exaggerated and it adds a lot of stress to my life. And so I have chosen to just avoid it. And I really believe that no news is good news. I know it can be really hard when your husband goes radio silent and he can't talk to you for a few days and your mind wants to wander. But I promise you in that situation that no news is good news. That if something had happened that the military will let you know. Step number seven have realistic expectations. I saw a sign once letting parents know what the kids would be eating that day at a childcare so that the workers, so that the parents could let the workers know if there was any allergies. And on the list of the foods was Play-Doh. And I thought that's so genius. We all know that at least one of the kids is going to try and eat it. And so this childcare was being realistic and they were like, we're just going to list it here. Somebody is going to eat Play-Doh, so if they're allergic to it, we need to know. So be realistic. Some days are going to be good. Some days are going to be hard. Some days you're going to want to stay in bed and eat ice cream all day. Some days everything in your house is going to break. That's kind of like Murphy's Law at its finest. And some days are going to be so overwhelmingly fantastic and it's going to be one of the best days ever. It's all okay, but be realistic about it. And step eight, you can do this. There are so many resources available for your from the family support group, military one source, Facebook groups, me, message me anytime. I am here for you. Take it one day at a time. And please remember that you are stronger than you realize. Others are walking this journey with you. You are not alone. You got this. You can do this. And there are people around who want to help you. All right, ladies, that's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for being here. And I just have a question for you. Do you have a life coach? Someone who walks besides you, helping you to navigate military life? If not, I would love to be your life coach. You can sign up for a free consultant at free consult at mariastrangecoaching.com forward slash work with me. I would love to work with you. One last thing before I let you go, from March 21st to March 25th, Sam Wolf from Life of a Military Spouse and I are hosting a five-day workshop on resiliency as a military wife. Each day we'll get on Zoom at 11 a.m. Eastern time for about 30 to 45 minutes and we're going to cover a different topic teaching you about resiliency and then at the end well you guys can answer ask questions and we'll answer you and then on Friday we will do a live Q&A where you can bring all your questions about resiliency and military life and we'll do our best to answer them so be on the lookup to sign up for that it'll be on my website on Instagram and Facebook it's not quite up yet I'm still working on getting all the kinks worked out on the sign up but please be on the lookout for that. Mark your calendar March 21st through March 25th at 11 a.m. Eastern. We would love for you to come and learn about resiliency. As always, ladies, have a great day and I will see you next week. Bye.